This is the Colorado Prepscast. Colorado Prep. Western Slope Edition. Presented by Alpine Bank and hosted by Matt Kennedy. Hello and welcome back to the Colorado Prepscast Western Slope Edition presented by Alpine Bank. I am Matt Kennedy giving you the weekly rundown of everything Chester Preps on the Western Slope side of Colorado. Got a great show lined up for you today. Starting it out with football at the very top. Then we'll jump into some playoff predictions for softball as we preview those upcoming matchups. And then round out the show with some men's soccer talk. Jumping up to the top of the football class of 4A is the Montrose Indians. Montrose is third in the state rankings, but is first in the RPI standings. The Indians had their best win of the year as they took down another top 10 team in Heritage this last week in Montrose. They defeated the Eagles 49-27 to improve to 5-0 on the year. The score at one point was 42 to 14 in the second half. So far this year, the Indians have not had a game where they have scored less than 14 points and only have one game where they have scored less than 21. Heritage was their biggest test, and they kind of throttled him. We talked about uh, the game against Fruta. We talked about the game against Palisade. We're like, each of these games is a challenge for him, and Montrose is like, hey, it's not really a challenge. We're just going to take care of business. So far this year, the, the Indians have outscored all their opponents 140 to 57. They remain undefeated as they continue to climb the high school football world. This weekend, they will play Denver South. The Rebels come into this week with a 2 and 4 record and are coming off of a 29 to 15 loss to Ponderosa that saw the defense give up 385 yards of total offense. Montrose is currently one of the best rushing teams in the class of 2A, so I honestly don't see this game being a severe challenge for the undefeated Indians. We thought Heritage would pose a more prominent threat, but instead, Heritage came all the way up uh, from Centennial, and they kind of got throttled by Montrose, and I hope that the Indians will do the exact same thing against Denver South. Grand Junction is facing off against Dakota Ridge this weekend at home, where they are winless this season. They did beat Central at Stoker, but that was considered an away game for GJ High School. The Tigers are coming off of a crushing 42-20 to loss to Golden back on the 11th as they dropped a 3-3 on the year. Joy Mansusko from Golden threw for 254 yards and three touchdowns with zero picks. Matt Elliott, their running back, had 121 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. For Grand Junction, though, both A.G. Marys and Connor Leverage had 100-plus yard games on the on the ground against Golden and Connor, who has had phenomenal year. He also had three touchdowns in that game. However, Marys only completed three passes for 33 yards off of 11 attempts in the loss. Golden had 570 yards of total offense. So looking into this weekend against Dakota Ridge, the Eagles have a 5-1 and one record and are currently ranked 7th within the state. They recently defeated Bear Creek 35-0. So Grand Junction really isn't catching much of a break. They lose to Golden and then have to come back around and face off against a very, very successful Dakota Ridge team. Though, but they do have hope in Connor Leverage. He has surpassed 800 rushing yards on the year with 834 total to go very nicely with his nine touchdowns with his five games of 100 yards or more performances. A.J. Marys is two yards shy of 700. He's second in rushing on the team as a QB has also rushed for eight touchdowns off of his 72 carries. He only has 41 passing attempts on the year. Grand Junction Central. They got their second win of the year. They defeated Vista Ridge last week, 27-24. In a close game, that came down to the final minute of scrimmage. A Vista Ridge wide receiver ended up dropping a pass with under a minute left, and Grand Junction Central was able to simply just take a knee and secure their second victory of the season. The Warriors have used three quarterbacks all year who all have 16 or more passing attempts on the year. The best side of the team is Joe Carroll, who leads the pack with 342 yards, one touchdown, 
but he does have six interceptions. Staying at for a Fruta Monument, they had a monumental win when they defeated Centaurus last week, 55-0, where we saw seven rushing touchdowns scored by five different players for the Wildcats. Senior running back Denim Luster led the pack with three touchdowns and 79 yards off of only seven carries. He didn't play much, but he played rather impactful. Regardless, it wasn't long before the JV came into the game because it was only 41 to nothing <laughs> by the time the two teams went into halftime. Every time the Wildcats have lost a game this year, they have rebounded with a win. This week, they will face a much tougher test in Thornton High School, where the Trojans are 2-4. and four. They're coming off of a loss against Stanley Lake, where they got shut out 25-0. to zero. But Fruit of Monument, as Nathan Deal described last week, have a very prominent rushing game. Um, their second-year head coach, Cameron Ross, is doing a very nice job putting together a formidable offense, and I'm sure that this dominating performance against Centaurus last week is a great confidence booster. But yeah, so far, like I just said, every time Cameron Ross has lost a game this year, he has rebounded very nicely to go 3-0 and at each time they have lost a game. So they face off against Thornton High School this Friday. Palisade, they got their mojo back after demolishing Steamboat Springs 45-7. to It was the most points that the Bulldogs have put up all season and allowed them to get back to an even 500. Guess who's back? Cam Tucker. The prominent quarterback returned under center and scored three touchdowns, two passing, and one on the ground. He had a fantastic game. Franklin Barks had his best game all season. The running back with a game-high 71 yards rushing and a touchdown. The Bulldogs this week will face off against Glenwood Springs, who is 1-5 on the year, so it would be a good chance for Palisade to get back-to-back winning games. It will be the first time that they have done that all season. Jumping down to 2A. This was a game that everybody was watching. I know we're supposed to be talking about the games coming up, but we cannot skip over the game that took place this last week. Rifle and Delta, they faced off, and it was the Bears of Rifle who ended up coming out on top. They're still the best team in the state after blowing out the number two team at the time in Delta. The Panthers had their worst defensive performance all year after allowing 49 points and 531 all-purpose yards. Before the Rifle game, Delta's only allowed one offensive touchdown. I think it was one or two. Basically, it went about four games without allowing any points. And then against Rifle, it just kind of blew up. Levi Warfell, the running back for Rifle, had one heck of a game, and which is even more impressive considering he did it against Delta. Like I said, how prominent their defense is. The senior running back carried the ball 20 times for 230 yards and three touchdowns. He also had a receiving touchdown. His season total is over 1,000 yards. To give it a more accurate description, 1,006 yards and 18 total touchdowns. Roughing, rushing and passing. He is also 10th in the entire state of Colorado, but leads the class of 2A in rushing yards and touchdowns. For Delta, Nolan Bynum threw the ball 35 times and completed 21 passes for 253 yards, two touchdowns, and two picks. It was the most impressive win for the Bears all year, and they now stand alone as a top dog in the class of 2A. This week, they'll face off against Aspen, who is 3 and 3, 3 and 3, excuse me and fresh off of a 28-0 shutout win against Moffitt County. For Delta, they'll be facing another undefeated team in Basalt. The Lawcorns are third in RPI rankings and ahead of Rifle, who sits fourth. Basalt had a great game where they defeated Cole Ridge 34-0 to improve to 6-0 on the year. They really have surprised a lot of people, uh, Basalt has. And they now get a chance to improve themselves even more against Delta. Matty Gillis has been leading leading that offense with 728 yards and six touchdowns passing. He only has one interception on the year. And then finally, down at the 1A level, Meeker will face off against Paonia this week after blowing out Cedar Ridge back on the 11th. Ryan Phelan, the 
Cowboys quarterback continues to be very impressive. He had 71% completion percentage in the game against the Bruins. On the year, he has thrown Alpine Bank understands your time is valuable. Make more time for watching and supporting local high school sports by using Alpine Bank's mobile app. You can bank on the go and get back to the game quickly so you don't Jumping miss a beat or that winning point. Time. Learn more about Already, Alpine it's Bank and its October, mobile app at alpinebank.com. Remember, weekend, Grand Junction Central is killing the game with a dominant 21-2 record. My prediction is that they're going to do very well within the Chassa playoffs. The Warriors demolished for the Monument back on the 10th with a 10 to nothing shutout victory. They have only allowed two runs in the last five games in which they have outscored their opponents 79-2. to Their last loss came on September 14th against Holy Family. Since then, they have won every single game. Maya Murdoch, I think Nathan was talking about her last week. She leads the team with a batting average of 526 and 41 hits. 30 RBIs for Murdoch on the year. She has crossed home plate. 45 times as well. The team batting average overall for the Warriors is a 419, and they have scored a total of 269 runs. They're currently the best team in the Southwestern League. They will look to keep their 12-game winning streak going when they take on Roston Valley this Saturday in the regional playoffs. Central is a three-seed, and Roston Valley is a 30-seed. Fruita Monument is the only other team from the Western Slope Within that same bracket, the Wildcats have a 13-10 and overall record and are seeded 24th. They will be facing Fossil Ridge, who has a nine-seeded matchup. Fruta has won three out of their last four games, highlighted by a 14-0 shutout against Montrose back on the eighth. Jacqueline Temple has been the team's best hitter this year with a 4-7-4 batting average, and so far this year, she has 18 hits in her 38s at bats. They have a team hitting percentage of an even 3-3-3. However, Fossil Ridge, very impressive, has an 18-5 regular season record and is currently the 11th best team in the state of Colorado. They have not lost since September 26th, which was a 6-5 loss against Broomfield. Jumping down to the 3A state playoff bracket, Basalt is currently a two-seed in that tournament. They will play the winner of the Lamar and Peak-to-Peak game, which will be taking place on the 19th. The Longhorns will have the morning off because a lot of games will be taking place on the same day, but they will play in the second-round game that same day at 12-15. The morning game between Lamar and Peak to Peak, I believe it will start at like 9-15-ish. Basalt has a league-best 21-1 and record. They are the second-best team in the state based on the RPI rankings. Get this, Basalt has not lost since their crushing 8-7 to defeat to Conifer High School back on September 14th. Since then, they have won 13 straight games and are looking for a state championship. I believe they can definitely get it. They recently took down Palisade High School 18-9 in their last regular season game. Basalt is undefeated in league play, 12-0. And they have a league-best team batting average with a 3.94 and an on-base percentage to match of a 4.95. Leading the team is Zoe Vozik. She has 50 hits, 54 RBIs, and a team-high 17 doubles. She only has four home runs but has crossed home plate over 50 times this year. Delta is in the same bracket. They're the 19th seed. They'll be playing against the 14th seed Fort Lupton on the 19th as well. So far this year, the Panthers have a 8-14 and 14 record, but still managed to get within the playoffs. Cedar Ridge is also in the bracket, seated at 13. They're playing against Faith Christian, who is the number 20 seed. The Bruins are 14-8, and eight, led by Jasmine Hart, who leads the team in hits and runs scored. And the last team on the Western Slope within the same bracket is Gunnison, they are playing the Academy on the 19th as well. And then wrapping up the show with men's soccer, Montrose. They're the kings of football, and they're also the kings of soccer. They're sitting atop the 5A slash 4A Southwestern League. The Indians are 7-5 and on the year and fresh off of a 5-1 to sound victory over Fruita Monument. Last week, Montrose has won three straight and have outscored their last three opponents 18-3. Sean Alex, the senior, and Brian Delgado lead the team in goals with, with 36 combined goals. Alex 
has 19, while Delgado has 17 in the win against Fruta. Last week, Delgado had two goals and two assists to bring his point total on the year to a team-high 44. Staying in Grand Junction, Central is next on the schedule for Montrose as the Warriors have a 3-9 and nine overall record. The Warriors did get a much-needed win against Grand Valley last week in a 2-1 matchup. Jumping down to the Western Slope for A-League, Battle Mountain is atop the league rankings with a perfect 11-0 record. Glenwood Springs is second-best in the league, sitting at 9-1 overall and 6-1 within league play. The Demons do have three ties, so they're sitting at 9-1-3, but they have not allowed any opponents to score more than one goal per game. Their only loss was a one to nothing loss against Summit back on October 3rd. They will face Rifle this week, and uh, the Bears have not been too bad. They're 6-4 and four and 4-1 four and one within their last five games as of for today. That is all I got. Return next week as we will start to talk some, some volleyball playoffs and then recap all the matchups that we talked about this week. I have been Matt Kennedy on the Western Slope edition of the Color Prepscast. We'll see you next time.